This episode is thanks to Hail the Kale, healthy meals home delivered that you're actually going to want to eat. Welcome to the Left of Field podcast with Danny Kavanagh. Daniel, welcome to the Left of Field podcast. How are you going today? I'm great, Daniel. Thanks for having me. No, no, thank you. Now, you have just headed back over to Wollongong because you're originally from Perth and you've been deep into training. Tell everyone where you're at right now because it is the off-season. Yes, it's very pre-season right now. Usually, a bunch of players would go and play in the NBA One competition or go overseas or to New Zealand or something like that. I've had a bunch of knee injuries and hamstring injuries recently, so they didn't really want me going and playing again. They just kind of want me to stay here in Wollongong, work with the physios and strength conditioning coach, and just make sure I'm really ready to go this season because I haven't haven't been ready to go for the start of the season for the last three or four years. So I told them, I was like, you know what, I should probably do that. So, yeah, I'm just back in Wollongong, just working out, and there's two or three of us here still so it's not super lonely we're having as much fun as we can so yeah it's been it's been good now you did touch on it there so we might as well start you've had a big few years you got drafted in 2018 yeah and so what was it like joining the club then it was it was unreal obviously I'm from Perth went to the AIS in Canberra for just under two years on like the scholarship there so played with those guys there around some really awesome players and coaches so that was a lot of fun and then a lot of guys go to college and play college basketball, but I, I did not have the grades for that. And I was fortunate enough to get a spot in the NBL straight away without having to be a development player or anything. I got to come straight onto a roster. So, yeah, I did the two years in Canberra and then, yeah, got signed straight to the Illawarra Hawks and I've been here ever since and had, like, a very up-and-down journey with the injury, but I've loved every second of it here. So, yeah, can't complain at all. Now, it's pretty rare that someone goes straight from scholarship only two years in Canberra and straight into an NBL team. What do you think were your strengths early on in your career? Was it your height? You, you play both ends of the court. What do you think you were really brought to the NBL? Yeah, I think being physically ready is a huge thing. A lot of guys will either be too small or not quick enough or Lacking not enough like muscle. Yeah, seem to pick those boxes at the time. I was like, I'm a pretty pretty big guy like I love the weight room so I feel I was physically ready to play with the men you know it's definitely like there's definitely a learning curve coming into the league as a young kid you know I wanted to do everything as fast as I could and sometimes that would work for me and a lot of times it wouldn't because you know they grown men yeah get manhandled a little bit but I think that's what set me apart I was very aggressive and didn't play with any kind of fear at all so I think that was a that was a huge strength for me coming into the league yeah, there's a lot of people out there were saying that you had the real X factor at the beginning. I mean, you did finish third in the NBL Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that first year. I think I did. I wasn't thinking too much. You know, I was came in. I was just young and I was just playing free, and that that was when I was at my best. I got away from that a little bit, and then I've just been hurt a lot. So the plan is this year to get back to get back to where I was when I came in and uh and improve on that. No, I definitely think you can. But tell us, where did the first injury occur? Had you always struggled, you know, injuries like growing up as a kid? Well, I'd never had any injuries at all growing up. I'd just broken my nose a bunch of times, but you, you can play through that. You don't have to sit out for that in basketball. So it was after my second season. So it was 
maybe the start of 2020 and I was just at home in the off season about to go play in New Zealand, but then COVID happened. So wasn't going on that trip, stayed home and I was just training with the local NBL one team and yeah, did, did my knee the first time. So tore my ACL and my meniscus. So that's like a 12 month injury. You've got to get surgery. So I got surgery just before the hospitals closed for COVID. So it was very lucky. And then, yeah, so did that, then re-signed with the Hawks. So came back, for, signed a new two-year deal with them. And, yeah, so came back, and I was fortunate enough to end up playing the end of that season. And we made a huge run, and we made the playoffs, and unfortunately lost to Perth in the semifinals in Perth. But that was a really, like, good thing for me. Like, that return felt great. To play against, like, my hometown team in the semifinals at RFC Arena was, was huge, and I had, had a blast doing it. That was a quick return for you. How did you handle that recovery really well, you think? Yeah, it was good because the season got pushed back that year because of COVID. So I would have missed the whole season, but because they pushed it back, I ended up getting back to the last 10 games, I think, and then the playoffs. So it was fortunate in that sense. But yeah, I felt great coming back that year. I didn't have any worries about my knee at all. I just kind of forgot about it when I stepped onto the court. So yeah, not, not thinking too much can, can be a strength sometimes. <laughs> and how did it feel having support of the Hawks behind you? Because you are injured, you don't know how long it's going to take, how you're going to get back to recovery, but they give you a new two-year deal. That must have felt for your mental side of the recovery. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that felt amazing. You know, having the backing of the ownership group and all the coaches and uh, everyone in the organisation to yeah get another two-year deal was really took like a load off my shoulders and that's not like that wouldn't be the last time they've done that you know they they re-signed me after my second ACL when I was still coming back and they also re-signed me when I was hurt with my hamstring so I've signed I think four deals with them now all various extensions various years and things yeah can't be more grateful to the ownership group here and, and Wollongong in general for just you know sticking sticking with it throughout all these injury troubles. Yeah, so you mentioned another few injuries. So you sat out the whole of the 2021-2022 season and then you yeah. came back in 2022-2023 in round 11 and you were playing quite well. Yeah. yeah, so I was meant to come back for that whole season. My knees were fine, but it was just in pre-season. I, oh, it's, it was crazy. I tore my groin on my right side. Then I came back and I tore my hamstring, my left hamstring, like completely off the bone. Like it was a really big one. I had to sit out for like three months for that. And then when I was just about to come back again, I tore the groin on my left side. So it was a really, that was a <laughs> tough stretch for me. But yeah, I got to come back in, you said round 11, I think it was. Yeah, I got to come back there and have a bit of an impact. And that was more me just kind of, finding my feet and like remembering how to play basketball again because it'd been almost two and a half years since I'd properly played like in a competitive live environment so yeah lots of learning last year but hopefully I can stay injury free this preseason and yeah get going again this season. I think I'm honestly in pain hearing about all the injuries you just went through. So is it common for basketball players to get that injured or to go through, you know, injury after injury, one after another? What do you think was causing that? Or was it just bad luck? Well, I'd say say it's not that common. I think I've kind of put it down to I sat out with the the knees. The two knees was like long ones and that's just bad luck. But then the hamstring and groin ones, I figured it was just I'd sat out of basketball for so long and hadn't actually like played and I was just kind of like 
a bit out of like maybe not not like uncoordinated, but just remembering how to move and like how to do things that I used to do that I wasn't used to doing for so long and just building up the load in my muscles and tendons and stuff like that. And because I, I do everything really hard and fast, I think I probably should have just like maybe uh, held back a little bit, but that's just not what, I, what I'm good at. It just took me a little bit longer to get through it, but you know, I'm fully good to go now. So very excited for this season. Are you looking for prepared meals that are home delivered and actually look as good as they taste? Well, if you're anything like me and you eat with your eyes, you're going to love Hail the Kale. Hail the Kale is a Perth food delivery service which delivers healthy, minimally processed whole foods straight to your front door. They are vibrant rainbow-coloured bowls packed with flavour. You can pick veggie or chicken. They're all gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free. So they'll fit everyone's diet. They are super delicious and you get to try them yourself with 15% off if you use the code LOF15 at checkout. That is LOF15 to receive 15% off your Hail the Kale bowls. So get prepped. Yeah, you mentioned that there you're a bit of an explosive player on the court. Is that something that you really hope to bring back into this season or do you think now that you're you know getting a bit older, you're trying to mature and play a different game? Yeah, no, I'm definitely trying to play as fast as I can still. I've battled with that a little bit, thinking, you know, what should I do? Should I try and slow down a little bit? But I've come to the conclusion that, like, that's what makes me good is, you know, being crazy and playing super hard and jumping around a lot. Like, that's kind of what sets me apart a little bit. So I'm going to keep doing that. And if I get hurt, then at least I'm doing it my way, you know? So I'm going to keep doing what I do. Being, you know, in your early 20s and going through those big two years and on and off the court and not knowing if you're going to play again, how did you get through that? What do you think helps you? Well, the first knee, I was very good. It was in my head. I was like, oh, this this happens. And like, it's a bit of an obstacle that I will get over. But the second knee was a lot more mentally challenging. It was more like, why me? Like, I've done this already. Like, what's going on? Through the AIS, we get a lot of psychological help. So I went to saw a psychologist for like almost all of that year just to kind of get through what was going on. And I was like, yeah, it was a very, it got sad there for a while because I was just, I just couldn't see myself playing again. Like it had just been so long. That really helped me. And I'd like, yeah, encourage everyone if they're going through a lot of stuff to reach out and get help because it really got me through those last two really hard years. So yeah, but also Great family, great friends, have a really good support group. So, yeah, just talking to people, not keeping anything in. Very mature way to handle it and it's obviously served you well because you're ready to come back and in a good headspace. How then is the environment at Illawarra? What is it like with the boys? Are you guys, you know, a close bond? What is it like playing there and spending so much time on the sidelines supporting the team? How have you felt that you fit in? Yeah, um, really well. You know, it's, I, I tell everyone that, like, playing in Wollongong is, like, very different to anywhere else because it's such a small city. Like, when I used to practice with the Wildcat when I was a kid at the AIS, you know, you have to drive all the way to, like, near where Bendat Stadium is into, like, the north of the river. You know, I'm from the south. Like, there's people are everywhere. Whereas in Wollongong, everybody lives, like, within walking distance of each other. I live walking distance to the stadium walking distance to my coaches. They're, they're in the building next to me, like my other teammates are in the other building next to me. So we're all really close. The beach is right there. So after practice, you know, every day we're all on the beach together. We're all eating together. We do almost everything together. So 
it's very different to like if you're playing in a, a big city team like Melbourne or Sydney where everyone's kind of spread out. We're really, really close to each other. You almost can't help but see someone every single day just walk into the shops or anything. So it's really a blessing that we're all so close. Yeah, I think that helps us on the court as well. How has the fans reacted and how's the team reacted to having a pretty shit season, really? It's one of the worst. How's the team yeah. responded to that, I guess, now? Yeah, they've, they've been good. I think everyone forgets that we had two series, like our last two years before last year we were title contenders. We were right there. And yeah, we have, last year was very bad. We had a lot of bad luck with injuries of our American players and a lot of change within the team. So, and like a coaching change. So I think the, the town's been, been good with us. You know, they, they give us some cheek if we're walking around sometimes about the season, but it's all good. They keep showing up and coming to the games. Which is awesome. And, you know, like, that's what I was saying about it being such a small town. You know, people see you everywhere and recognize you. It, it might be the hair. They, they see the hair. They know exactly who I am. So but the fans are great. You know, they come say hello and see us after the games and everything. So, yeah, just I would say to Illawarra, you know, stay with us. Like, we're, we're working our hardest. We're going to be better than last year for sure. Now, when you're coming back into this season, I know that you had some game day superstitions and rituals that you used to do in the past. Are you going to continue them on? You know what? I'd have a bunch, but I just I've I think I've decided that I'm gonna like you know throw them out the window. Like I'm just gonna do whatever I feel like doing. Um, because you know if sometimes like if you have a superstition on game day and you can't get it done, it can ruin your whole game. So I figured let's just cut that out all all together. I usually have a little nap or something. I used to go for a swim, but some days like you just can't. The ocean gets a little crazy here sometimes. So. I figure I'm going to stay away from that one. And sometimes it actually makes me more tired if I go for a swim. So cut that one out um, and just maybe stick to it now. Lovely. Now, you've obviously spoken very highly of the Hawks through throughout this chat so far. But being a Perth boy, do you ever have the dream of coming back over and playing for the Wildcats? You know, you had that taste as a kid. Would you love to come back to the Red Army? Oh, I, I don't know. You know, like when I, when I was growing up, I was always a a season member and stuff. I was a huge Wildcats fan, like through and through. And yeah, I know I think about it sometimes, but now I've been here for so long and how much the the city here loves me and everything. Like I think now the dream's kind of shifted to like, let's beat the Wildcats in Perth, you know? So it's kind of, kind of gone more that way now. I'd like to, to beat them at their own game over there. You know, that would be unreal. So yeah, but you never know what's going to happen. Now, you had a chance earlier on, you got picked for the Boomers squad. Is that another goal of yours? Yes, absolutely. Like, so I've, I've represented Australia three times now. Once after my first season, that was for the World Cup qualifiers. And then once after my second season, which was for the Asia Cup qualifiers. And then again, after this last season for, I think it's the World Cup qualifiers, I think. And... Yeah, that's been like, they're, they're all highlights of my career. You know, it's the best feeling in the world, putting that singlet on and representing Australia in any capacity. It was it was absolutely unreal. This last one was very special to me because it was after all the injuries, you know. So I, I wore it twice early in my career, then all the injuries happened. So that was a big goal of mine, to get back into that kind of circle, get back into that squad wearing, wearing those colours. And I did it and I had a... a an absolute blast doing it. And so, yeah, any time my name gets called that, that sort of thing, I'll say yes, no matter what. No, it's very exciting. And, yeah, you did well in February, so hopefully there's another chance this year. 
And so you mentioned, you know, during school you weren't big into study, but did you pick up any study or anything on the side while you were injured, I guess, all this spare time that you had? Well, I kind of, you know, I thought I should. I was, people were talking to me a lot about that, but I kind of dabbled into some stuff, but, you know, I just came to the conclusion, like, that's really not me. I, <laughs> I can't sit still, like, I can't focus like that. So I decided, like, I, I tried to start to learn Italian on Duolingo. That was kind of... One of my little outlets. Oh, um, give me a Italian a, phrase now. Come on, give us something. Buongiorno. How about that? Perfect. <laughs> I'm got, falling off. I'm falling off. off. No, it's but, all right. Um, I put you on the spot. It's it's a hard thing to do, but you now you that did, one. Yeah, you it, had the accent as well. You, so. Exactly. If you'd given me 10 minutes, I would have been able to decide something. <sighs> but, yeah, so I just did that, and I kind of – I read some books and stuff. I, I actually do like reading. That's something I can do, so I'll read, but – Apart from that, not really. And that kind of comes into it. Like a lot of people would talk to me during all these injuries because, you know, you say like you can't play basketball forever. Like what are you going to do afterwards? I kind of have to start thinking about that. But at this current time, I just want to play basketball. I'm just focused on that. I guess I'll figure it out when it, when it comes to it. No, I think going all in 100% might have helped even with your recovery, just having that one goal, that one focused and putting all your energy towards it, doing whatever you yeah. needed to do to get there and not have any distractions. For sure, for sure. And so what are you working on at the moment? What's an area that you want to improve while you're in this preseason? What can fans get excited to see from you? I guess what I'm really focusing on now is making sure my body's okay. Like all the skills and stuff have been really good. We've been practicing a lot. So I'm really on top of it. But the thing that I'm really focusing on with this preseason, just making sure I get through it to get to the actual season. So lots of recovery, lots of, you know, ice baths, ocean swims, physio whenever I whenever I can get it massages stretching I'm just making sure I do everything I can to actually make it through the preseason because I haven't made it through one for three years now that's kind of my main goal but also a little a little bit of a different position this year play a little bit more power forward I think we're going to play a little more everyone out on the perimeter so just getting all those skills I need ready to do that and learning our learning our offenses getting everything through my mind so yeah, that sort of thing this preseason. Well, sounds great. We wish you luck and hopefully you can get through this, this season and uh, have a big year next year. But uh, good luck. Yeah, thanks, Danielle. That's the plan.